Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Drunk Discussions Podcast. Today it is going to be Logan and I. Paul is, uh, I think he's in the Bahamas getting his dive on. Uh, Logan, how are you doing this week? Um, I've been all right, man. I've been better, honestly. The last couple of days have been rough, but things are starting to look up. Drinking some tea. Nice. Yeah, I figured this would be more of a casual one. Um, I drank between, uh, I had a, I had close to 14 beers last night, so probably don't want to keep the routine going, so... Coffee, Still coffee for me right bit. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Um, but yeah, lots happened uh, in the news. Lots gone on uh, in the past week, right? You've got the train derailment that happened over in uh, in Ohio. You're you know down the road from you a few hours. Uh, you had a UFO. You had another UFO actually that just popped off 15 minutes, which we'll get into. Um, but there's a lot of things we can talk about. Um, it's going to be kind of a casual. Uh, we made talk a little bit on the conspiracy side side uh but more or less just bullshitting um so it's one of those things that we just have some fun with yeah so i guess without further ado let's just quickly roll that intro and hop right into it what happened was we were we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Base here. And we are back. We are back. So anyway, so you've been sick, just the casual uh, poofy butt and diarrhea, all nine yards type of deal? Yeah, it's been rough, man. A little bit of a fever. I slept a lot because I was just tired, just super tired with no explanation. And um, I'm kind of starting to come out of it now, but I'm You hesitant. go to the doctors or... What's a doctor? Never heard of that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's more like one of those things where it's like, you know, if I, typically if I go a, a couple days, um, I'll be all right. But if it's any longer than that, then I'll go to a doctor. Roger, Roger. Typically, so, I'm just assuming it's a virus. And if I die, yeah. I die, you know. Did you go out anywhere or to get it? Or do you think it was something you ate? I don't know, man, to be honest with you. I don't no. know. Well. At least you're turning around. I know we. I hadn't seen you in a few days, so I was. Uh, I've also been off myself, but um, yeah. So anything, anything interesting you want to start off with, or you want me to take it away? It's up to you. Yeah, if you want to take it away, I was kind of interested to hear a little bit more about the um, the derailment. It's kind of where I was leaning towards. So um, I guess we'll start off with the basics with the derailment, right? So Ohio residents. Um, in East Palestine, had a derailment uh, a few days ago. So five days ago, residents of the Ohio village of East Palestine remain unable to return home after a controlled release Monday of a toxic chemical from cars that were part of a train derailment. So Mayor Trent Conaway said during the evening news conference, an operation to drain vinyl chloride, a chemical that officials said was unstable and could explode, from five Norfolk Southern rail cars began just after 4.30 p.m. in the afternoon. So essentially, 
from every report that I've been seeing and people on TikTok, um, there's been a few like ring doorbell scenarios where it's caught sparks off of this train as it was traveling. But this is 20 miles from where it actually derailed. So some people are saying, well, maybe, you know, it, it, it's because of faulty brake lines or things like that. Turns out that it was related to a faulty brake line system for the derailment. Uh, so the company Norfolk Southern um, was the company that, that owned the trail, uh, the the um, the train car system. Uh, there was 50 cars, uh, so it was a complete derailment. But out of the 50 uh, cars that went off, uh, five of them had vinyl chloride in it. So you're talking 25,000 gallons of vinyl chloride. Uh, vinyl chloride. Bit itself is used in a lot of different things. It's a colorless, flammable gas. It evaporates very quickly. It's used to make polyvinyl chloride or PVC pipes, wire coatings, vehicle upholstery, plastic kitchenware. Um, higher than normal levels of vinyl chloride may be present inside new cars. Uh, the chemical evaporates from new vinyl products. Um, I, I thought, I was thinking to myself, oh, is that the new car smell? Apparently not. Uh, <laughs> Because if you can smell it, it means it's highly concentrated and it will essentially kill you. Uh, most people cannot smell vinyl chloride until the level is between 300 and 10,000 ppbv. Uh, if you can smell the chemical, the level is too high to be safe. So I was thinking, hey, this new what car is, smell will kill you. What is ppbv? Parts per? Parts per uh, barometric volume, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Let's, uh, uh, PPBV stands for what? Been on one of those things. Uh, yeah, it stands for parts per billion by volume. Okay. So not barometric. So that's, that's very, the very small amount. Yes. Yes. Uh, very, that very, is, very uh, small amount. Cause typically it's is, measured in yeah. parts per million. When you're talking about like a drop of water, you're measuring Correct. that in parts per million. So people exposed to levels of 1 million uh, PPB or more in air may have an increased risk for miscarriage, birth defects, damage to male sperm producing organs, and damage to the nervous system, changes in the immune system, decrease in bone strength in fingers, arms, and joints. Um so it's it's no bueno. It's not it's not good to inhale. Uh, there has been a lot of people uh, within about a fifteen mile radius of this saying that they've been impacted. There was an uh, there was an article published uh, twenty hours ago actually um, that East Palestine received the all clear that they could go back into uh, their homes. Right, they were evacuated, um, but they were given the all clear. So everyone's like, "Why are we giving the all clear? I'm still having." Um, I'm still having issues breathing. Uh, we're st our animals are having issues. There was a report that, uh, let's see. Old Yeller uh, died, right? Yeah, Old Yeller, a two-year-old dog died. They let out the dog, and then next thing you know, dog never came back in. Uh, dog died out in the yard. So this was 50 miles away, though, that that happened. And then when um, vinyl chloride burns off, I believe it's called hydrogen chloride, uh, so when it's burning off, it's going into the atmosphere and it will essentially produce acidic rain. But you got to think like, even if it's being evaporated into the air um, by burning it off, which is one of the only ways you can really get rid of vinyl chloride uh, when it's uh, not in a stable state anymore. Um, 
it's it's going to cause issues to um, essentially everything. I would imagine the waters around that are going to be contaminated for years. Um, there's going to be health defects, birth defects. There's going to be a huge increase of of just bad health uh, coming across the board here in the next few years. Uh, DeWine expects the company to foot the bill. Uh, they're the ones that created the problem. It's their liability. Uh, they're the ones that are going to pay for it. Uh, DeWine said on February 7th. Um, but there's a few things about Norfolk Southern that's kind of, I'm sitting here like, uh, why, why are they even allowed to operate <laughs> is one of them. Um, but researching a lot of different lawsuits that came through in the early 1990s, it's a pretty clear case that even if these people were to sue them, um, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, reason... so like the precedent's right. already been set with past cases that if essentially if train goes boom, people, company pays nothing. That's it's, and they don't it's have a, to pay anything kind of. Deal. Yeah, it, I mean, Norfolk did do the due diligence and they donated twenty five thousand dollars to help. Residents. Right. That's a lot. That's so that's they're really doing their part for their community. Multi-billion dollar company. They're like, here you go, pocket change. We found this in a couch cushion. Um, hey, I got this stick. <laughs> uh, so uh, there is a company called Violation Tracker, uh, where they, it's violationtracker.goodjobsfirst.org, where it basically tracks violations, whether that be OSHA infractions, um, mm. lawsuits. No across hard the hat. Since the year 2000, They've paid out sixty nine thousand two hundred and fifty or sorry sixty nine million two hundred and fifty six thousand five hundred and eighty four dollars. There's been fifteen hundred different records uh, associated just with Nor Norfolk Southern, right? Great wait, company wait. to work for. So wait, we gotta we just gotta say this to our blue collar folks out there. They know if you're not wearing your hard hat. Yeah, violation uh, tracker is gonna find you. They will find they you, care. and they will kill you. <laughs> Um, there's top five primary offense types, right? So there's employment discrimination, uh, could be across the board of color, height, sex, age. Uh, but anyways, they do have $31 million worth of penalties. However, only seven of those are related to that. Environmental violations. So leaking oil, um, you know. A casual derailment polluting, you know, a, a hundred mile radius, uh, 22 records on file in total of 20, roughly $22 million. Railroad safety violation, though. And this is something that is kind of funny because this is the number one record that they've been suited for. A total of 1,479 records to date. Uh, since the year 2000, and it only relates back to about $14 million. So if you're going to work for Norfolk Southern, make sure they fire you based off of your race, because uh, the payout obviously is a lot higher, right? They're paying basically, what, 14, 140 grand for each one of their railroad safety violations, which um, from what I'm seeing, though, this is brake related. So it would follow suit under the safety. But um, when it comes to everything, as far as suing a railroad company, it's pretty hard. Um, it's very hard, actually. Um, 
But the nice thing about it, and attorneys love it from what I was researching, attorneys really love when uh, people try to sue railroad companies because railroad companies have one of the longest history of operation when it comes to different types of cases throughout the uh, judicial system. Um, so you got to think for the past, what, 100, 150 years, 200 years, you've had incidences and when it, everywhere from state all the way up to federal levels. So if you're an attorney, you're like, oh, okay, this could relate back to this case. I know I could probably win. But a lot of the times when it comes to anything that um, you had a word for it, what was your word? Precedent? No, you asked me about? if Ohio was that type of state at fault. It's the uh, special. Tort? Yeah, tort. Tortellini. Is Ohio a tortellini state? Um, when it comes to tort clauses, doesn't go anywhere, ever, really. Uh, it's always in the railroad favor. Um, but yeah, so that's that's Norfolk Southern in a nutshell. There's a few things, you know, they've been very, very big in um, lobbying for um, cuts against, you know, regulations towards these railways, especially uh, when it comes to safety. Um, so if you haven't seen images of this burn, it is fucking terrifying. Yeah, they went in there and intentionally were burning chemicals to try to get rid of it so that people could go back, right? So then they're just, they're essentially, well, what is the, what is the boiling point of, um, what's it called? What's the stuff? Final chloride. Final chloride. Is it like, uh, three degrees Fahrenheit? Because I think, okay, so the reason I'm asking is I'm pretty sure as soon as it touched air, it's liquefied. And then it's, uh, turning, yeah. it's turning into a gas as soon as Correct. it touches air. Um, it's liquefied so, and it's turning into a gas as soon as it touches air, is what I was trying to spit out that whole time. So according to OSHA, the flash point of vinyl chloride is negative 78 degrees Celsius or negative 108 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, its flammable limits in the air are lower than 3.6 volume and the upper 33% volume. Uh, so essentially, yes, it was the moment the tanker went off, it was expelling off ha hazardous fumes. Um, the only way to safely control it, air quotes, is to burn it. So they did their controlled release of the toxic vinyl chloride uh, stored to avoid a potential explosion. Imagine a spark going off. In a Somebody lights that's... a fucking cigarette. Exactly. Um, and it is Ohio, especially you on the Pennsylvania Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look good. Um, regulation pushbacks. There was cuts in headcount. Norfolk Southern has a history of lobbying against safety regulations. So the publicly traded company... I Look, as far as this goes, it may mean nothing. It just happens to be a coincidence. That every single time I'm talking about a conspiracy, there's three companies at play. The A conspiracy, BlackRock, Vanguard, and Capital Investment Group. Also happens to be the top three shareholders for, for this company. It's just a coincidence, I guess. It's, it's I mean, crazy how this is happening. Transportation and logistics is a great place to be. Because that's, uh, it's a lot of power in your lap. And so I think that that's, yeah, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense that they would have their hands in that if they are one of the most wealthy, uh, I don't even know what you call them. I guess conglomerate would be monopolies. what you would call that. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to be nice, but um, no, I mean, shitty companies. <laughs> it, so, but has there been 
any talk, kind of switching gears a little bit here, but has there been much talk about terrorism as a possibility as far as this goes? Like, I and, and if so, that's question one, but following that up, if so, why would they target that area? Is there anything along the railway that would be a better target and it just was mistimed? Or, because like, if I'm honest, I didn't know where this place was. I'm in Ohio. I didn't know where this was until this thing popped up. So there's a few questions I had. One of them was essentially that. You're telling me out of 50 cars, five of them contain vinyl chloride. That's the only thing that's kind of I'm questioning because I do think there's something that they're not telling us. Why? Well, they're arresting journalists, right? Journalists are trying to go out there and they are arresting them. Mind you, they're literally breaking. Aren't they sending people back to the area that live there? Press. They're sending people back, but they're not allowing so, press to be there. But that's what I'm saying is, so like, if they're sending people back, they can't say it's a safety issue. They can't say they're arresting you because of a safety issue. But at the right. same time, it's freedom of press. It's their First Amendment right to be right. Well, if reporting it's, on it. Yeah. I mean, if but if it's owned, if it's publicly owned land and they're, they say that there's a danger present and that's why you can't be there, then they can detain you for your own safety because their main goal is to blow up and act like they don't know nobody um their main goal is to promote safety of the safety of the public but if they're sending people back there who live there like yeah you guys are fine and then turning around and arresting journalists that's big question mark there what's going on yeah so it's it's a publicly traded company it has a market value of 55 billion uh, in mm. 2002, their Don't shares, change. yeah, so since 2000, uh, since 2020, right, March of 2020, you know, when everything kind of tanked, uh, there was the initial drop-off for most industries. Um, from March 2020 to now, they've had a 180% increase in value. Uh, so in three years' time, they're doing pretty well for themselves. Uh Safety concerns also grew um, with Norfolk Southern's implement, uh, implementation of precision scheduled railroading. Um, they were criticized for a corporate money grab to cut costs. The company slashed jobs by more than a fifth since 2017, ignoring concerns that understaffing could impact the railway safety, while also initiating a $10 billion stock buyback program. Um, so there was an investigation launched uh, the National Transportation Safety Board, so NTSB, um, launched an investigation into the train derailment. Federally, uh, there's a lawsuit class uh, action being filed by the residents of East Palestine. Um, government officials told them to evacuate uh, the Ohio-Pennsylvania area, basically that a, a town where this happened. Um, on February 8th, though, they were um, they could safely return to their homes based on air quality samples. The Ohio, uh, Ohio air, Environmental Protection Agency has also declared that the area's drinking water is safe. That's yeah, not and the, the water's case. fine in Flint, too. Yeah, well, and it's funny. A lot of the comments are like, hey, I'm in Flint, Michigan. Welcome to Flint Water Supply. Um, yeah, I mean, and think about the long-term effect. Think about the placement of Ohio too like okay listen ohio doesn't have much going for it except for some agricultural benefits right you know i mean like that's the main thing about ohio but to get from chicago to new york you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. 
So imagine the water is just fucked in the Not state good. of Ohio. Well, so in 2012, this isn't the first time vinyl chlorides happened in a trail de- derailment. The other time was in 2012 in Paulsboro. Uh, there was 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride, uh, the same chemical that's been involved here in the East Palestine. In a uh, comparable spell. amount as well, right? 23,000 gallons is the equivalent to about one tanker, right? So oh, okay, one so them. there's five. So it's, it's about a fifth. Of, yes. Yeah, okay. However... It, a 2014 study conducted by the New Jersey Department of Health found that half of the local residents had health problems directly related to the chemical spill. Oh, now, so they're th- suing. That was a spill. So groundwater, um, I mean, you're talking if you have any type of um, well system, your groundwater has been impacted by this, right? So they're burning this stuff off. Now, when it burns off, it, it, it turns into... Um, Hydrogen chloride, right? So essentially you're having acid. I'm trusting you on that. In the clouds. You're not on camera. Double check me. Um, (laughs) But so it gets burned. Vinyl chloride. uh, Look at, I guess, type in uh, vinyl chloride turns into what after it's burned. I'm pretty sure it's hydrogen chloride. Um, Oh, wait. Vinyl chloride produces hydrogen chloride, a highly volatile substance that combined with water vapor to produce hydrochloric acid. It could also produce uh, phosgene, a toxic gas that was deployed as a chemical weapon in World War I. Why is there like four results when I search this? What did you search? When vinyl chloride is burned, what does it become? I guess I could try what is the product. What does it become? Um, probably because you're just put on a watch list. Um, I had I had plenty of results. I don't know. Okay, so that's weird. Um, maybe they're limiting searches in Ohio because I had a few million wild, results. Right? No, seriously, uh, actually, how many you you Googled verbatim when vinyl chloride is burned? What does it become? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have. Okay, but I did. I I changed my search. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff like that. And it says it's associated with an increased risk of a rare form of liver cancer, hepatic angiosarcoma, as well as primary liver cancer. I'm not going to pronounce that one. It's another sarcoma. And then uh, brain and lung cancer is lymphoma and leukemia. And. Also, like, <laughs> we use this in so much construction. PVC pipes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's not the same thing, but it's very closely related. Well, yeah. It, like, if a house a burns down and there's PVC in it, is that toxic or no? Well, you got to think, so different. this is... So that's it's different because different PVC. PVC I mean, you still is, don't want to inhale burning plastic, obviously, because that's bad. But no, 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 I don't think it creates that a concentration of hydrochlor, um, hydrofluoride, whatever McBobber do. I don't, I'm not an expert. I don't know. I'm maybe uh, I'm reading too much into it. Either way, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. That's it's wild to me that. It's five times as much as it was in the past event, and 
people were suing and there was a lot of long-term medical effects had local um, health problems. So Paulsboro train derailment chemical spill caused health problems and half the residents of DOH report states um, vinyl chloride exposure study of the community and local emergency responders. Um, so it's uh, measured the effects of vinyl chloride exposure in Paulsboro residents following the train accident over Jefferson Street Railroad Bridge. Uh, resulted in three tank cars falling into the water, one of which pierced, spilling thousands of pounds of toxic chemical into the borough air. A total of 154 households participated in the in-person interviews, while 580 households participated in the mail-in survey, with the results for 1,900 residents, essentially. According to the report, a high percentages of those residents uh, reported smelling an odd odor, odor the morning of the train derailment. Um, Overall, 58% of the participants and in-person survey, 66% of the mailed-in survey experienced new or worsening symptoms in the week-long period after the train derailment. You were a loved one. You're going to probably see commercials based off of off of this derailment. Mesothelioma. Uh, yeah. I'm I'll sorry. Tell you what, I, that was rude of me to interrupt, but I just intrusive thoughts. Let them. Let them. Let them. Just spit facts, bud. Spit them. Have you or a loved one suffered with mesothelioma? Call me now so I can take money. So there's a movie called White Noise. So White Noise. Oh my noise, God, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. So White Noise is about um, uh, an airborne toxic event releasing a noxious black cloud over the region that forced the Gladney family to evacuate. What's mm -hmm. kind of ironic, right? Well, it's not ironic. It's just, it's weird happenstance. The Ben Ratner family in 2021 signed up to be extras in the movie White Noise. They thought it would be a fun distraction from their day-to-day -day life in blue collar East Palestina, Ohio. Is he so 37 these... by chance? Yep, 37 years yeah, old. I read the exact same article. Keep going. Yeah, so Ratner, 37, is in a traffic jam scene, sitting in a line of cars trying to evacuate after a freight train collided with a tanker truck, triggering an explosion that fills the air with dangerous toxins. In another th scene, his father wears a trench coat and a hat while people walk across the overpass to get out of town. Directors told the group they wanted to look for, uh, forlorn and downtrodden as they try to escape the environmental disaster. The 22 movie was shot around Ohio. It is based off of a novel by Don Delio. The book was published in 1985, shortly after a chemical disaster in Bhopal, India, that killed nearly 4,000 people. The book and film follow the fictional Gladney family, a couple and their four kids, as they flee an airborne toxic event. Um, and then it goes in to say, all of a sudden, uh, these are quotes, all of a sudden, it hit too close to home, he said. Um, so Ratner and his family, his wife, Lindsay, and their kids, Lily, Izzy, Simon, and Broder, live in the fiction they helped bring to the screen um officials ordered them to evacuate their home last week uh yeah that's uh that's shitty that is very shitty um that's what you get man it's like it's like the simpsons you don't want to be an actor in the simpsons because there's a good chance it'll come to fruition that's kind of wild man uh, what are the chances of that um i think they should play the lottery you know i mean yeah for sure especially given their situation uh, so you know, I, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that it that it is safe. You know, if I haven't made that apparent already, I think that 
I don't know. I mean, you, you have to trust the experts, right? What else are you going to do in, unless you can test it yourself? If you're just a, you know, if you're a layman such as myself and you live there and you got to work, you got bills to pay, you have to have somewhere to live. You, what are you going to do? You know, you're, you're evacuated. You can't go back to your house. I mean, they're saying you can now, but I'm saying yeah. now that you can go back if it's unsafe, like what else are you supposed to do? Right. Sell uh, your house. Of- yeah. Good luck. Uh, vinyl chloride in the water or soil evaporates rapidly if it's near the surface. Vinyl chloride in the air breaks down in a few days, uh, resulting in a formation of several other chemicals, including hydrochloric acid, formaldehyde, and carbon dioxide. Formaldehyde is good. It's good for yeah. you. Dude, you'd lick it. Mm-hmm. Uh, liquid vinyl chloride that touches skin will numb it and produce redness and blisters. So don't touch it. Oh, oh so shit. I shouldn't be putting it in my Cheerios every morning? Nah, probably not. Um, the crew did get a mechanical failure warning before the wreck, though. Did they stop the train? Did they try this to stop? A- Actually, maybe they did try to... Maybe they tried to stop the train, and that's the result. The crew re- received an alarm from the wayside defect detector shortly before the derailment indicating a mechanical issue then an emergency brake application initiated so yeah they Mm -hmm. were trying to stop but then the train derailed from trying to stop i don't think it's related to the poor tracks i think it's the actual train car itself that is at fault here anyways so yeah that's trains choo choo i mean if you have the wheels on the train you didn't hear that if you have the wheels on a train and they're just a little bit wider than the track and you go around a curve you have room to lean right so like over time those can wear i mean it's the likelihood of is very low but like all it takes is you know an inch a, a couple centimeters in either direction and it could throw the whole bitch off it did you know, I mean, so I, yeah, I don't know. I guess our conclusion for now would probably be that terrorism is unlikely and more than likely it's just a malfunction of some sort, right? Yeah, I would say it was more or less a malfunction. I mean, could it be terrorism? It, I want to know what's on the train. 50 cars, maybe those weren't the actual target. It's just kind of, oh shit, that happened. Um, maybe there is something going on in, within the local government. Um, when it comes to arresting press, it's a different story. Like, we fucking, weird. we have press in active war zones, exposed to chemical gases. Like, it's not, you got press being arrested, trying to do the same thing they would be doing overseas, or, I don't know, man. I don't know. The whole thing seems I, a little weird. What I want to know is, did you get it, or did you not get it? Whatever it was that was flying in front of your camera there. I have no idea. I think it was either a mosquito or a moth, but it, it flew right in front of me real quick, and I, I don't know if I got it. I don't see <laughs> I don't see the guts on my hand. Um, residents, though, did find dead fish in a local stream called Leslie Run, and dead chickens were found in the neighboring town of North Lima, Ohio. Oh, Kurt hell Rhodes, yeah. Uh, an environmental engineer associated professor at Ohio's Case Western Reserve University. Fuck's sake. It, look, Ohio, shorten your names of some of this shit. Uh, told Cleveland 19 News that the impact from the derailment could be felt for years to come. Um, Case Western so, Reserve sounds like a really good bourbon. Uh, isn't it? 
<laughs> Isn't it though? People's cats are getting sick and dying. People's birds are dying. Um, people are scared to go back home. I feel really bad for all these people. Um, I, I definitely think, you know, you guys should at least, you know, post on Facebook thoughts and prayers um, and, and just go about your life. Uh, let's see. I'm serious What's by that button, by the way. Talk about? Was it UFO or something like that? Fucking UFOs, man. So you didn't hear about that, right? No. What are you? That's why you said some some shit about UFO, and I'm like, news to me. All right. What do you mean so, they, UFOs aren't real? It's. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. All right. <laughs> Let me pull up the article. So the U.S. F twenty two, which they are having a hell of a record. The first kills they've Who's had twenty two is a balloon. Who's twenty two? F. Yeah, you said F twenty two. Who's twenty two? Oh, ha ha ha! Fuck it, I'll look. Okay. Got his ass. So on Friday, by the orders of President Joe Biden, uh, White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said the object was down because it was flying at an altitude of forty thousand feet, and it posed a reasonable threat in quotes, to the safety of civilian fights, not because of any knowledge that it was engaged in in surveillance, but about the object's downing. Um, they said it was a success. Commercial airliners and private jets fly as high as 4,500 feet. Sorry, the dogs are barking, so if anyone can hear that, but oh well. Um, but here's, here's the report, though. That's a little weird. Kirby described the object as roughly the size of a small car, much smaller than the massive uh, Chinese spy balloon that was down by Air Force fighter jets Saturday off the coast of South Carolina. That uh, let's see, it was gray, cylindrical, and hovered like a tic tac yeah. by chance. <laughs> a big gray tic tac. Is that what it actually though? Like, uh, yeah, basically they said it was. Um, it did not appear to be maneuverable and it was traveling at a much lower altitude. Um, yeah, it was gray, cylindrical-like, and it just floated there. Uh, however, here's a few things that are kind of funny, okay? The uh, shooting of this UFO happened 69 days before 420, and it was shot over a town called Cumstown, or Cumtown, C-U-M. T-O-W-N in Alaska. It's not a real place. It's, it's an actual place. 69 days before 420. I swear to God, if I look this up and it's real. A UFO was shot over Cumtown, Alaska. If I look up Cumtown and some shit pops up on my screen. It won't be shit. It'll probably be cum. Yeah. You like what you see? <laughs> no, it's that's not real. It's not you. real. <laughs> it's not yeah. real. Yeah, come town. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not a real place. No, it's a real place. No, it's not. Alaska's a real place. Come town is not, you fucking ignoramus. 
No. <laughs> Downtown Alaska not, is what it's called. It's not real. Connery. It's Comtown Alaska. I am dude. looking at the fucking map, Connery. You've been memed. Nope, that's fine. I'm You've going been, with it now. You've been rolled. Oh, it does say Comtown Alaska appears not to be a real place. Those <laughs> fucking bastards. Oh, it was Prudhoe Bay. Comtown. Oh, bro, you you've been watching the wrong kind of movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a different gray cylinder. Oh my god. Dead Horse wasn't an interesting enough name for some, and Twitter users are even producing questionable pictures of the citizens of Cumtown, including the mayor and chief of police. Dubious maps of Cumtown also appear to be uh, appear to place the settlement far inland, which at the odds of the Pentagon's admission that the F-22 has scrambled to the coast. A turning tweet also appears to have renamed the town of Chase, just north of Anchorage, to Cumtown. I'm disappointed. I got got, man. I just couldn't believe it. I'm sorry to, do, like, burst your bubble, but what you... <laughs> Either way, come town, was... and I just I had to fact check that. That's something that I had to see to believe. Oh, those fuckers! Yeah, sixty nine days though before four twenty. Those fuckers got me with come town though. This man said come town. <laughs> Damn, it's also trending at the top five spot on Reddit right now. Come town. You said you said fucking come town. <laughs> What's funny yet is there's, I'm not the only dumbass. There's actual news outlets reporting a UFO was shot down by U.S. military over Comtown, Alaska. Oh my God, bro. Oh my God. There's no visible sign of propulsion. It was cylindrical silver gray. I kind of wish I hadn't looked it up and hadn't said anything and we could just pretend like that was a real thing. <laughs> Look, we are just spread that a little bit more, you know, because we should have gone with Comtown, dude. That was fucking was hilarious so to have that moment Cumtown with too. you. God I want damn! Everybody it. else to have a moment like that with their loved one. Listen, everyone, tell your. <laughs> you need to go to your significant <laughs> other and be like, "You won't believe where we're going for our anniversary tell... this year. We're going tell to Comtown." Tell your family and friend about the UFO that we shot down in Cumtown, Alaska, and just see how they react. <laughs> so, so and let them tell other people. Here we go. <laughs> let's let's get away from Cumtown. Okay, we don't want to impregnate people's minds here. Okay. I'm fucking crying, uh, dude. At 5:55 p.m., it dropped that there was a second UFO. So we just started the podcast at six, five minutes before the podcast started a, this could be breaking news for some, a second UFO was shot down a US F 22 fighter shot down an unidentified object over Canada. Uh, the second such shoot down in as many days, uh, as North America appeared to be at a heightened alert following a week long Chinese spying balloon saga that drew global spotlight. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced the shoot down on Twitter and said it took place over the Yukon Territory next to Cumtown in the country's north, uh, next to Filled Butthole. Uh, he said Canadian forces would recover and analyze the wreckage from the object. Um, 
Yeah. So it was flying at 40,000 feet. It did not maneuver and it appeared to be unmanned. Um, again, the size of a small car. We have no further details at this time about the object, including its capabilities, purpose, or origin. It's noted difficult weather conditions, including wind chills, snow, and limited daylight that hinder search and recovery efforts. Um, so yeah, that's uh, what we're we're two for two right now. We went yesterday UFO, today UFO. What's tomorrow? A squad UFO. of UFOs. If Still aliens, UFO. look, I'm I, I've got nothing else to talk about except for I got got man. Come down. Like I wonder if like actually someone just created a Justin Trudeau account and paid for it to be verified and then tweeted that out. Well, I mean, I just, I read because that article Musk, off of Reuters. You know? Yeah, I read that article off of Reuters. I didn't see it on Twitter. So it no, could just I do be see that Reuters tweeting about it. There is a bunch it. of, uh, like, Pen- Pentagon, uh, New York Times, CNN, Washington Post. People are saying that another one was shot down so i mean i i think you're right i just think some of that shit <laughs> some of that shit was made up like Look, come town i still can't believe how bad <laughs> i got got man that was a good one too like i believed it come town what asshole was like you know what we're gonna have people believe this shit because nobody knows shit about alaska if you called up tyler right now and you said hey have you ever been to come town alaska do you think he'd be like no i haven't and actually believe that would be a real place? I feel like he's pretty... I think he knows a good a bit a good bit about Alaska. He knows there's no cum in Alaska. I, I feel like he would probably say, I would know if that was a real thing. Yeah, he'd be like, it's, it's definitely frozen cum town. Yeah. It's more like cumsicle town. Ooh, that's a good one, cumsicle. It's one of those things where you're you're disappointed, but you're not surprised. What that somebody made up come town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm know, not surprised. You yeah. just where? So Trudeau saying this shit? Where is he saying this? Twitter. On, on Twitter? That's where we all get our official facts from. Oh, okay. Over northern Canada. Maybe it was just uh, a fucking goose, eh? A, a goose the size of a sedan? Fucking giant goose, eh? What would, be, what would be cylindrical, just hovering with no propulsion and can be shot down? No I don't propulsion know, bro. It seems sus. Would be. Seems sus. It, very sus. Do you think... What? Do you think another country's figured out a way of creating a maneuverable object? Or not only that, I guess not even not even that. Because they could have been placed there, right? If we're talking like bullshit side of conspiracy, they could have been just like dumped off the back of an airliner and just they float. They don't they don't have propulsion, they don't move, they just sit there. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading and I'm just, I mean, it, I don't think anyone, unless we are just that 
unaware of the ongoings of the outside world. Um, I feel like we would probably know if someone was that advanced. Get him. Get his ass. I'm gonna get him. Oh, I didn't get him. I think he just flew into my PC case, though. No. Nope, he's out. Little fucker. All right. But yeah, I mean, I, I would be surprised if someone actually came up with the the technology necessary, not to create something that would float, because you could use air to do that um, if right. it's at a set height. But, like, if you... um no propulsion and it was just floating there and obviously i had to get there somehow i don't know if anyone on this planet has that sort of capability but i could be wrong um well what if it's because of of this right so on friday the 13th of january right 1969 of of 2023 an ancient city hidden for 2000 years was just discovered So what, you think we woke someone up and they were just like, hell yeah, let me get on my flying broom. Yeah, they were like, let's hop in the mid-sized sedan, crawl up to 40,000 feet and just hover there. In Alaska. Just hang out. And Canada. Just hang yeah. out, you know. Did you hear about that? I think I sent it to you, actually. What? Canada? A city. A city that covers 650 square miles. Across the Meridor Calakamuk Karst Basin region. Where is near that? The border of Mexico. New Guinea? Uh, border of Mexico. According to archaeologists, the city would have existed 2,000 years ago and consisted of nearly 1,000 settlements interconnected by hundreds of miles of causeways. Uh, the Mayans would use these causeways to move around the area. The team also came across the remains of platforms and pyramids. Um, pretty cool image right here of it. See, the thing is, now for the rest of the day, I have to fact check everything you tell me. Um, so it is. I just white... can't trust you anymore. You know. So it's one of the villages is called Bukaki, um, and then the other one is Doggy Style. Um, it's about seventeen hundred miles south of Cumstown, Alaska. I'm so disappointed in Cumstown, like. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in it. I really was hoping it was a real place. I got caught. Hey, dude, do you know how many? Let's see. November 2022, January 2023. What do you? Where is this coming from? Uh, Metro. Article like called Young Metro. Metro, Metro News uh, from a Jeff Parsons. Friday the 13th, January 2023 at 2.41 p.m. posted this article. Using LIDAR. Uh, it was at the top of Guatemala. That's um, lake detection and ranging. Sorry, yeah. that's useless facts. Yes. The idea to use LIDAR to uncover more of the Mayan settlements was inspired by previous success in Belize and Cambodia. The Mayans had a pretty sprawling civilization. I didn't realize that. It's pretty cool. But I don't know. How else would you explain a fucking gray cylinder? The size of a car just hovering at 40,000 feet. Aliens. That has to be the only thing. Aliens I mean, or I'm somebody's not saying got technology. It's aliens. I'm, but it's aliens. What if? Because they, aliens. They've, They've both been roughly at the same place that the balloon went over, right? What if it's China? That's what I'm thinking. Like, 
Well, what if China was observing these uh, these these aircraft? Because Paul, and hear me out, Paul said it. So how how accurate it is considering I fell for Cumtown? Um, fuck, that pisses me off so much. I was so it, it sounds legitimate. Like Cumtown, it's fucking ridiculous. I could see you it existing. Though. You didn't want to fact check Cumtown, though. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm still gonna push that Cumtown's a real place. We can make it real. Goddamn, I'm gonna lobby. I'm gonna lobby for Cumtown, Florida. Just gonna be a bunch of gay old retirees. It's a nude, nudist colony called Cumtown. Um. Mm. But Paul said that Russia shot down something similar a few months ago over their territory, which I there's two things that are hard to believe. One is Russia actually hitting something that they're shooting at, and two, um, they're going to report about it UFO. So I mean, would they even? The question is, would they tell anyone if they did? You know what I mean. I would in their current position. Did you would see that little telling? fucker? You see him? He flew right behind me. I didn't see it. A little bastard. Oh, there he is. Let's see if he does it again. I'm yeah, gonna I try don't to know. Like, I mean, I, Jackie Chan it. it. It would be a very strange and beneficial time for us to have some perspective. So if it is the aliens like if they're real and they're out there and they're putting things in our orbit or within our atmosphere so that we find them and what's the show where you're going with that like in our in our asses around our rectum some probes um no i mean but if they leave stuff for us we find it and we super sleuth that shit and then we come into contact with them kind of a good time for some perspective like oh this is not the only, like, we are not the only life. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit, it's us versus them. Might be yeah. good right now, instead of, holy shit, it's us versus us versus us versus us. And that's how it's been for, you know, thousands, thousands of, years. of years. Yeah. I think it would be the one thing that would lead to the unity. At least as close to unity as we could get to what is going on outside my door right now do you hear that those dogs are going absolutely mental absolutely mental absolutely speaking of uh mental uh how how are you uh, how much fun is that transphobic game you're playing it's very fun it's a fun it? game i don't support transphobia um but i enjoy the hogwarts legacy game right do you do you support J.K. Rowling's ideology uh, and views about trolls I, being inducted into slavery? I listen. I don't support her, all of her ideology. Okay. Right. But I I enjoy the game and I still enjoy Harry Potter. So yeah. I mean, I want to play it so bad. Did you see how many uh, they they actually started a website? So if if you come across a streamer streaming it, you put in the Twitch's. They took that uh, down. Oh, they took that website down. Mm-hmm. Is that um, because of Comstown? I... Jesus Christ! You, had the, you, you got me. Into-
you just came right back in and swooped in with the. It could have been about anything for those few seconds, just so you could say "come town" again. I'm gonna come yeah. town you every now and then. Just I'm gonna okay. randomly come town okay. you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna pick you up from your. Mmm, pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> Saddle down. Oh, it's brisk. He says he likes Twizzlers. What does that mean? He thinks they're long. <laughs> oh, Saddle down. Up. Saddle down. Oh, shit. Anyways, so... I don't know. I was thinking about playing it. So I heard the gameplay is a lot like uh, for everyone that doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. So what most highly rated or expected game, one of the best looking games to come out of 2023 so far uh, is Hogwarts uh, Legacy, right? Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. Um, So play as a wizard. That's about it. Essentially, you get to do what you've always wanted to do and kill. Anyone you want to, supposedly. Um, I don't know much about the game. I wanted to get it, but I've just been too busy to play and get it. So it's a good game, though. You highly recommend. Worth the money. I think it's a fun game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's single player, so you're you know you're not play. It's it's one of those things that I'll probably play through once or twice, maybe, maybe yeah. twice. I'll I will. It's wishful thinking to say I'll play through it twice. I know myself. Um, I'll play through it once, and that'll probably be it. I've heard it's, it's uh, open world style, like Skyrim, lot to do, but the gameplay, like the fight scenes are more like um, Elden Ring. Yeah, I would say that's accurate. I'd say that's okay. pretty accurate. Um, no, it's it's really fun. But like I said, it's, you know, it's a story game. So you you kind of play through it by yourself. You can talk about it like with friends, but you're I mean, you're playing it yourself. So it's do you not... see them doing a multiplayer version down the road. Um, honestly, I don't think so. I don't think it's in the works for them. I think that they made a a great game, and I don't think that they have any plans to make anything multiplayer, because if I'm honest, it it would probably ruin something that's already really cool. I would love to play, though. Like, imagine you, Paul, and I, right? We log in, we're all about to join the server, but one of us is, like, the host of the server, and we're already there. And you're like waiting for your buddy to spawn in, and he's so excited to play multiplayer for the first time. And then you hit and him with a Vada Kedavra. The moment he logs in, <laughs> just a Vada Kedavra. Oh fuck. Uh, All right. Well, hey guys, thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. Uh, thank you, Logan, for joining in and filling Paul's spot. Um, uh, thank you for filling in Comstown for me. I appreciate that knowledge <laughs> of Comstown. That's such a disappointment. I wish it was a real place. Anyways, yeah, if you guys want to listen to Drunk Discussions Podcast, you can find us wherever podcasts can be found. Please do be sure to uh, follow us on Twitch. We are getting closer to that giveaway. Once we hit 50 subscribers on Twitch, we're going to be giving away a few shirts. Um, you know, you measure us. Your, uh, we'll go ahead and pick your names. You give us your size address. We'll send her off to you. Um, but yeah, thank you guys again with all that. Peace. <laughs>